Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning, welcome back. It is the Don and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Elizabeth Reese is in for Donna Valentine today. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, Zamboni is here. Uh, joined us a little bit early, and we'll be staying through the end of the show. And then he does the uh, the adventures of Bradley and Don right after. I mean, Man. he just goes back to back, back to back, producing. It's a custody battle, yeah. as it were. You sit in that room back there, Mike. All by yeah. myself, yes. Man. It's nice, though. It's all right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we did get a few emails coming off of our conversation about how many photos you have on your phone. Did I Elizabeth horrify Reese people? said that she had 38,000 38, photos, yet had copious amounts of storage left over. Tons of storage. Um, 100 gigs. Of this. She said, I have 6,606 photos, Yeah. and my granddaughter is due today. Oh! <gasps> When she gets here, that number will quadruple at least. Congratulations, Heather. That's fun. Oh, that's so exciting. Uh, Let's see here. Then we had Becky who said, hey, Steve, if your phone's iPhoto, in your phone's iPhoto settings, do you have iCloud photos on and optimize phone storage checked? I haven't had to delete photos for storage in years because of those two things. Maybe that's what I do. Do I have optimized phone storage checked? I must. Because I do sometimes have to download, like if I go back to old pictures, it like takes a second to bring it down from the cloud. It tells me iCloud hasn't backed up. I get this warning a lot. It's like iCloud has not backed up in a while. I think I'm over storage everywhere. You got to go ask the people. You got to ask the people about this. I gotta figure. I this feel out. like paying for storage also is so infuriating. Like I have a Dropbox I that I pay for, and then we had we have something, um, there's some Apple thing. Jay and I were just looking at that we have we have family share, but then there's something else, and he's like, "Why are we paying twenty five dollars a year for this? We're getting right. in a real like, but, like going nuts about all of our subscriptions that are just yep. sucking our money away." Yep. Hmm. All right, I'm gonna have to look into that, guys. I don't know. Why don't you go to the phone store today? I just, we might, we might. I just poured myself a nice glass of eggnog, so I'm ready no, for hour two. No, you did not. Two. What is that? What <laughs> is a, that creamy no, that, substance? That's a uh, it's a protein shake, Elizabeth. Uh, what protein powder are you into right now? Uh, some crap off Amazon. That's an interesting question. Protein powder. Listen, you you want to wind go, people everybody. up. Um, this isn't just me. You want to wind is. people up. This happens in the Twin Cities Live office. The discussion. Because it's you and no. Ben, you nutrition freaks. The rest of us knuckle draggers no. don't care. We assume it's all bad. Well, Ben cares, but it, it was our producers. It was our producer, Lauren, who brought this up. And then it was a whole discussion. Everybody has a lot of opinions about what protein powder works for them, which one. And, and they're always coming out with a new one. I'm personally into the grass-fed beef protein powder. That's the only protein. Hang on. Give me a minute to be surprised. (laughs) Did did that protein powder give you the toots? Well, actually, much of it does, but I'm on gas relief pills now, these little gel situations, so that's pleasant. You're on gas relief? No. You need to switch protein powders then. No, I've tried so many. I, this is my cross to bear, okay? I don't know why I have always been burdened. It's been me against the gas my whole life. (laughs) 
and maybe I maybe I have IBS and just never got diagnosed. Probably I don't know. Do. But I've tried switching out so many different proteins. Now I take a pro and prebiotic dual, okay? Mm. And then a couple of these little gas relief situations. Lou must be really hot for me right now. <laughs> As I'm <laughs> I mean, dad's when, dad's and see, gas management, it's just <laughs> fascinating. It's like it's the dad's. I mean, my, my, kids, my kids are constantly like, that one smells like dad. <laughs> I mean, this is like constantly. And it's just uh, so much. And it'll just be walking around. And then, and then the dad jokes about the gas. Like, Jay will go... <laughs> He'll let one just rip, and they'll be like, "There's a duck behind me." Of course, <laughs> this is they don't you don't you don't even have to go to dad's school for that. Once your first baby is born and you become a father, it's like it autom- It's like a software update on your phone. <laughs> Automatically, you're filled with all of these things that you never knew or even thought to do. Before. Just like constant, it's so much. It's if so- I had a nickel for every time Lou said when Dev was still in diapers, and yeah. she would say, she would come into a room and say. Did Dev poop, or did you? And then just the and then I would sit there blankly, and then I would watch the disappointment wash over her face anew, and I was like, "It was me." And I guess I just can't even live my freaking life. I do say to Jay a lot, like, "You need to take more probiotics." Like, get him. I'll I'll send him my gas pills. They help. Okay. Anyway, this is not eggnog. It is protein. What's it mixed with? This is right now just mixed with some water. I, sometimes I'll do it with almond milk. You do know, you I'm use almost that little frother thing, or do you shake now. it? I, yeah, I'm off almonds. Almonds showed up on my food sensitivity test as not being bueno for me, and since I quit almonds, I feel a lot better. I'm like, no wonder I always kind of felt like not that great about almonds. It, what are you doing? What kind of milk are you doing? Cashew now? milk or, um, you know, non-homogenized, low-temp pasteurized heavy cream. Barf in my mouth. I mean, you. If you come to my house, you better shake every dairy product because it's not homogenized. Funny because Lou shook, um, what was it, half and half the other day? Yeah. And I said, oh, and she said, oh my gosh, I, I, I forgot the lid wasn't on. I started shaking. I said, why are you shaking this? And she said, I don't know. I just always shake it. I said, I have never shaken any dairy product ever you don't need to if it's homogenized if it's non-homogenized then you do well i ask all the people on online in an overwhelming majority probably 90 percent of, of every people person who online everybody I, I went into one of the chat rooms and i said you guys talking about milk here and they're like yeah what do you got and i said do you shake it and they were like we all shake it everybody's shaking it what are they? What does the the fat homogenization is a process, a process, as the Canadians say yes. that um, that like just moves milk dairy products around so that the molecules, like the globules, so that it's it's not like <laughs> she's separated. making words up, Mike, because she knows we don't understand <laughs> yeah. globules. And so it's sep- it's so it's not separated. So it's like one continuous liquid regular milk you know the cream will rise to the top have you ever milked a cow <sighs> i have i have on television i know it was Horrifying. not you were not good at it they had to blur it yeah <laughs> and um and so if it's non-homogenized that means that the that you have that you shake it up if you want to mix it up huh. it's fine though i mean it takes a second i thought you'd be proud of me doing almond milk though that feels like a trendy thing to do, but now I'm I'm not, I'm I, I don't know. I get concerned about the California droughts and all the things and the almonds. Can you milk an almond? I don't know. How are you getting Can milk you on milk your a cashew? Cat? You know? <laughs> yeah. They they try to call that milk like M Y L K. The dairy people don't like 
calling milk from something other than an animal milk? I believe it was Aubrey Plaza who did an ad for milk, but it was a parody ad Mm. and it was for wood milk. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just great. It's talking about how you just, every time she sees wood, she's like, I'll drink that. And it's great. And, but then I think that the, the nut milk people were upset because they were like, hey, hey, hey. But the milk people were like, no, this is your. Oh, there's a real standoff. But it shouldn't. We're milk. You're not milk. Well, you know what gets trickier? The egg people, like the people who make these plant-based egg substitutes, it's real tricky with the marketing. Like you look at it and it says like just egg, but then it's not egg. It's something else. It's very strange. It's like with my hazelnut creamer when it would, that stuff doesn't need to be refrigerated at all. There is no dairy in it. There's no cream. Oh my! And they have all sorts of turns of phrase that they use with the messaging on the bottle. And if you read closely, you realize this is in fact flavored vegetable oil. That's what it is, and it's delicious. <laughs> Cannot stress that enough. Anyway, uh, well, go figure. Another segment that we didn't get to anything that was planned. That How did was you plan for this. Did you come up with a plan for this show? Yeah, or no? yeah. I I have a whole plan for the whole show. And you we've planned got to this show. It. Look at this grid is fully planned. I, we were just going to talk about Kurt Cobain being jealous of Dave Grohl, oh. Carrie Underwood's nerve opening for Guns N' Roses. Oh my gosh, my in-laws went to that concert in well, Nashville. They just were there and they were so excited about it. You wanted to talk about your globules and your homogenized bull crap. It's because you so showed the protein shake. It. Okay, sorry guys. Let's get back on track after this. Let's really get this train back on the tracks. All right, here's what's scheduled next. Okay. There was a dog that got hit by a car. Oh no. Wait, what? Oh my gosh. I'll what? tell you what happened next when we come back. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Hi, everybody. Welcome back. It is the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Don't forget, you can email the show, Donna and Steve Show at MyTalk1071.com. You can also X us as hard as you've ever X run X. Whoa, what's that? Oh, yeah, that's Twitter. <laughs> it's X. I know. I, I, I don't get it. I don't either. I wish. I don't. I don't I get it. I haven't tweeted in years. I Me don't neither. Think. I haven't either. But I go there for news. I don't so. go there at all. It's like TikTok. You got, you know, you have a finite amount of time and TikTok? resources. No, I'm not on TikTok. Hmm. I don't have a TikTok account. I don't look at TikTok. Oh, interesting. I don't have anything to do with TikTok. All right. Stop. Now you sound braggy. <laughs> I'm Sorry. on the gram. You can follow me at Eliz Reese. You can find out about my chickens and what I'm eating and, <laughs> you know, other I'm- thoughts. Let me get right on this. <laughs> <laughs> I have to unblock you now. Hang on. Oh, it's uh, a good time. Um, so there was a dog who got hit by a vehicle, actually a motorcycle. This is terrible. Yeah, it is. You got to be. You got to be careful out there. Um, Stevie, the golden retriever. Oh man. Stevie is still alive, which is really cool. And there's a cool part of this this story here. Somebody hit him with a motorcycle, and, oh. did, and then didn't stop. Hit no. and run. Yeah, this is well, you right. get a golden retriever with a motorcycle and you don't get like flipped or something. That's, I mean, that's kind of fascinating. No kidding. Stevie was hit by a motorcycle in front of her house. This was in Orlando. Yeah. And uh, Stevie got out of the house, was near a neighbor. Motorcycler hits Stevie, keeps on going. She called the dog. The dog Stevie got up, but then just collapsed. Oh. And she was like, hey, you just hit, you just hit my dog. Stevie had a punctured lung and fractured ribs. Now, that can be fixed, though. That's good. It was touch and go. She spent six days in the ICU, but they were able to do 
surgery. Surgery was successful. Probably that's a twenty thousand dollar vet bill. Well, I that's what I would be thinking too. But listen, listen to this. The, uh, back in the neighborhood where Stevie was hit, Stevie had a fan club. The neighbor kids loved little Stevie, so the kids there put together a lemonade stand, and they upped the game by. They, they posted like a QR code for anyone who wanted to make a drive-by donation, which was very intuitive of them. Oh, and my tech gosh. Forward. That's so smart because nobody has cash. That's nobody like half cash. the reason why I don't stop at lemonade stands. If I could Venmo you, yeah. I would Venmo you for your lemonade. Yes. So they, uh, they did that. People made drive-by donations. They ended up actually, they, they, they did, had pictures of Stevie the Golden Retriever wearing her trademark bandanas. Possible gang affiliation. Okay. And they end up raising $400. They said one neighbor who was a dog lover gave $50. So Stevie is on the road to recovery. That's which not we enough love. for these vet bills, though. I don't know. If you're in the ICU, this is a lot. This is a big time vet bill that is coming your way. Maybe they had pet insurance. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. That would be nice if they did. That would help to offset the cost. It reminded me of something heroic. Well, that I did. After I got a an obese pug named Boo I in know. college, yeah, I get Boo. I was gobsmacked when I saw her in person at how large she was. Okay. But I was already I had already written this woman a letter, a, a very emotional email, and she was like, "This dog needs to go to you." And I get there and I'm like, "Holy crap! How do I get this thing out of here?" <laughs> you adopted. Boo, in college. Sight unseen. When you had no job and you refused to make an honest living at the Cheesecake Factory <laughs> because it interfered no, no, with no. your fantasy football league. But you thought, here would be a good thing for me to do. You're blurring, I should get a dog. You're blurring the lines here. I don't of know. It doesn't story. sound like it. but It was prior to marriage. It was my sophomore year in college. Also when I was, a great plan- time to get a dog. <laughs> I was working in like facilities management, which meant I was vacuuming the freshman dorm halls and cleaning the bathrooms. Oh, oh, blue collar, man of the people. I get this pug, I'm looking there and thinking, this thing is twice as big as I even imagined it would be. Also, that lady had no other interest in this pug. There's no way that anyone else was interested in this pug. And I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That she chose you, a college sophomore, that she was going to give this bug to. She was like, I got to get rid of this dog. And whatever bozo comes along who's dumb to think that they should have this dog. I will give it to you. I finally get her home, <laughs> and she goes out. We're, we all started talking about how heavy she was. She goes out, pukes outside, and oh, I'm like, no. we're causing this dog stress. Oh, this is really bad. Shoot. Not long goes by, booze whizzing all over the house, just peeing left and right, little peas here and there. It's really difficult. Go to the vet. Turns out, bladder stones i email the person say wow boo has bladder stones and they said yeah about that oh uh, boo has had bladder stones a couple of times before yada 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 pappy's now got to pay for his new fat pug <laughs> boo's surgery 
and I can't scrub enough toilets in a semester <laughs> to get the $450 that it costs. So what do I do? I drag that dog. No, I, she was still mobile. She was fine. She was just uncomfortable. I take Boo to the female freshman dorm, and I went door to door, and I just knocked... And they saw me in absolute dreamboat, right? <laughs> and then they look down, and I say, hi, my name's Steve. I'm a sophomore here. This is my dog, Boo. And I asked for donations. That night, I took Boo outside of the cafeteria, like when you go into the grocery store and they're selling Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> but it was me with my pug. <laughs> and as people went in and came out, I asked for donations. I ended up getting the entire bill covered, raised some $500. One woman in particular, a college freshman, Gave me eighty dollars of her I ran parents' back. money. <laughs> well, I ran back after I said, "You, I cannot, I cannot take this much money. I'm looking for like two and five dollar donations. Keep it small." She said, "No, here's the deal. I helped an elderly woman clean her home recently. She forced this money upon me at the end. I said, no, no, no.' She said, "Listen, you don't have to use it. Take it, and whenever you see a need, you can give it to that need. But I'm, you have to leave with this money." She did, and that need that she saw was a 34-pound black pug <laughs> with skin tags all over her undercarriage. I didn't know what was a nipple and what was a tag. All I know is they went in. I had to get her on a very expensive wet food diet for the rest of her life. That dog ate me out of house and home. I mean, I just could not. Anyway, so it reminded me when I saw these kids who did it, I thought, yeah, I know what that's like to say these bills are a lot. What can we do? How can I did GoFundMe before there was GoFundMe. Yeah, that's true. That's oh, a fascinating tale. That who are these people that owned this pug? It was Terrible. a woman, and they had to get rid of the pug because they had a, they welcomed a new dog into the house, and Boo was very afraid of that dog, well, so she would spend most of her time under a chair. So then they got rid of the pug that they had, the and not member. the one. That's right. This family is sick. That's wrong. <laughs> That's Wait just wrong. I don't know Wait what else to tell you. That's totally wrong. You don't get a new dog and then be like, oh, our old dog isn't happy with it. And so we're going to get rid of the old dog. That's some messed up <laughs> values. Everybody's afraid to say it except for me. And See, I'll tell you. She'll put her neck out there. That's wrong. That's 100% wrong. And everyone in their cars right now is fist pumping me. And they're like, Elizabeth's right. She takes a stand for something. And I was probably a victim of like insurance fraud or medical fraud or something. 100%. You're always a victim. It's tough we'll play you. a game next. Okay. That is where you will be a victim. <laughs> Elizabeth will lose unless you call and help her. 651-641-1071. Call now. Hello. Welcome back. It's Don and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Donna Valentine has a uh, couple of days off this week. She's on a trip in Florida. Elizabeth Reese from Twin Cities Live is here in her place. What a reunion. Hi, Steve. Nice will to you be with you. It's nice to be with you, too. Will you be doing Twin Cities Live today, or do they give you the afternoon off knowing how much you've poured out during the morning? I know they don't. They'd say, you recharge don't? with a coffee and get back to work. Wow. Yeah, I'll be back on Twin Cities Live this afternoon. And then tomorrow, we have a big um, Twin Cities Live in your town episode in Farmington. So I'm going to get oh. off the air with you. I'm going to be here tomorrow with you. Yes. And then I'm going to zip down 35, uh, wow. following the speed limit exactly, mm -hmm. and I will uh, head to Farmington. I love going to the south side. You know, I grew up in the land of Apple Valley. How far away is Farmington from where we are, Twin it's Cities like a proper. solid 35, 40 minutes. Okay. It's lovely. 
I don't think I've ever been to Farmington. Oh, it's nice. Kristen was just there. Our reporter, Kristen Harbrick, um, she was live there yesterday at this, the, the like parks district owns this. They have these cabins that you can rent, but it's like camp, camping, but glamping. So you're in these Ooh, super like cool minimalist cabins, but they don't have a kitchen. You cook outside. They have a, like a fire pit and stuff like that. And then there's a wow. bathroom situation, but you have to walk a couple minutes to get to the bathroom. So you're camping, but it's bougier, but you still have the discomforts of camping, which yeah, is like right. no kitchen and, you know, that kind of stuff. That's but you sleep in these cool, these modern, like treehouse looking cabins. Unbelievable. You can go to TwinCitiesLive.com if you want to check it out. And I was thinking oh. for like a girl's trip or something to just drive 40 minutes, you know, easy. Great. You're you would need the the person who's ready and excited about cooking over the open flame. I could cook over an open so, flame. Oh. I could go out there and cook over an open flame. Oh, it's, Ina Garten, everybody. It's not that you just bring a cast iron skillet and just cook up something. Or she said you can order in pizza too. And there we go. Take out as welcome there. Okay, great. <laughs> now we did it. All right, so there that. are t- a couple of options. Let us play a game. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. It was a big win yesterday for Steve. was able to get to the 100 win mark for the season. Wow. Pummeled Kelly, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Kel's best left with shame. Terrible. She's really bad at these games, too. (laughs) 100 to 98 is now where we sit. So it's a close matchup, Elizabeth. You got a chance to uh, pull right back within one. In fact, if you win today and tomorrow, you could tie things up. So this is what happens. You you have your score, mm-hmm. and whoever takes your place is just essentially you. Yeah, so, so I, Matt Belanger was me on Tuesday. Right, right. And absolutely crap. Oh, that's it. a good way to do this yep. game. Yeah. I always never know how you guys are orchestrating things over here, but that's that's positive. There have been side bets as well. We've been wagering on the side like any good gambling addict, mm-hmm. uh, and Donna's suddenly taking the action, which is great. Love it. So uh, that's there's a story as to how we got to 100 to 98, but it's tight. Okay. We, had a, we had a double or nothing at the state fair. We had the pronunciation of fructose as was one of the uh, the ones, and then yeah, also what's a best, the word uh, fructose. Oh, but I, I went fructose. Fructose. I can't remember. And it is said fructose. It. Google pronunciation is the judge, jury, and executioner on that. Well, I kind of feel like you can say either, but okay. And we they also had a that. best out of three coin flip one day because that's how much of degenerate gamblers these two are. <laughs> I love the word degenerate. That. Yeah, it's the best. It only applies to gamblers, though. Like, True. no one uses the word degenerate with regards to any other questionable habit or activity. Yeah, if someone's like a shopaholic and just has too many clothes to ever wear, you wouldn't say, what a degenerate. No. You know? Hmm. Maybe we should, though. If You know, here's our call to action. See someone today and just eyeball <laughs> it. Find at least one degenerate and let them know as much. <laughs> we had Justin on the line. He's going to play along today. Hey, Justin. Justin. Woohoo! How you doing, buddy? What's up? Good. How you guys doing? You're good. Oh, man, you sound like you're in a relaxed state of mind. You're like nothing can flap you today. You're in a zone. I'm chilling. Yeah. It's my birthday. Oh my oh, gosh! Nice. Happy How birthday! How old are you, Justin? Actually, Justin, I'm going to guess on the sound of your voice. And we've 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 met before. You've brought us donuts before. Really? And I so do. Um, I'm going to say, Justin, you are uh, you're 37 today. You are close. I'm 35. 35. That's a good age. That's a prime age. Yeah. Uh, You're like a little bit wiser, but you're not as broken down as you get in your 40s. Yeah. 
This is good. Okay. Um, yeah. Justin, you're talking now with Elizabeth Reese. You and I, we've talked before, but it's brass tacks time, my friend. Who would you like to team up with today in the topic being? North Carolina. What? Oh. It's, it's National North Carolina Day today. So Shout out. Everything was, the college they of made pop- it as a state, huh? They did it. That's terrific. I know. Big, All right, so there's moment. your topic, Justin. North Carolina in pop culture. Uh, who do you want to team up with, Elizabeth or Steve? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm going to go with my boy, Steve. Oh, all right, all right I'm All right. leaving. I'm Libby, out, Mike Trout. You get out of here. Bye. Mike will come right. hunt you down. Uh, once it is time, she's got her headphones off here. I already have a locked and loaded answer in my head. Frankly, I'll be disappointed if there's not a question about this person, but uh, <laughs> I'll wait and see. Again, it is. Uh, this is all about celebrities. I'll give a little more context when uh, Elizabeth comes back as well. But this is all about celebrities from North Carolina. That is okay. exactly what the category is today, Steve. All righty. You ready to do it? Ready. Let's get it started with this one. This famously hairy, funny fellow was born in North Wilkesboro. In his most recent or his most notable role, he considered himself a one-man wolf pack before drugging his future brother-in-law. Wow, pass. Many country musicians hail from North Carolina, including this voice behind Hurricane, Forever After All, and most recently his version of Fast Car. Okay, Luke Combs. This Raleigh native is the to- in the top ten most successful former American Idol contestants, despite his second place finish in season two. In season two, Clay Aiken. Go to the first one. A famously hairy, funny fellow was born in North Wilkesboro. His most notable role, he Robin, considered himself no. a one-man wolf pack, and then drugged his future brother-in-law. What was your answer? Robin Williams is my answer. You're going to go with Robin Williams for your answer. Sounds good. Uh. Uh, Justin, you heard his three answers. How do you feel like he did? Um, I can help him with number one. The other two, the the other two are good. All right, let me read number one again. This famously hairy, funny fellow was born in North Wilkesboro. In his most notable role, he considered himself a one-man wolf pack and then drugged his future brother-in-law. What's your answer for that yeah. one? Oh, Zach Galifianakis, dude. The dude from Hangover. You're going to go with Zach Galifianakis. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, and that's... you felt good about the other two? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Oh, Justin, nice, dude. All right, he's going to get Elizabeth. That feels very, very clutch. Love that you came through there. All right. I was expecting some Petey Pablo at some point. We didn't hear that, but uh, who knows? Maybe we'll get to a tiebreaker. No chance we get to a tiebreaker. Nice. Hey, Elizabeth, I'm how back. are you? Welcome. We're happy Our to have you. boss just yelled at me to get to work. Ooh. Oh, no. Get to Don't work. Jeez. It's a, you guys, it's a hard life over here. Not even like a warm, hey, Elizabeth, so nice to see no, you. She gave me a hug first, and then okay. she told and me. And then that. get back in your Yeah, page. that's what she said. Get in there. I saw uh, Bradley and Dawn, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a place I know, to it's see a and nice, be seen. It's nice to visit over here. Okay, <laughs> yeah. how did you, how'd you do? I think with Justin's help, I think I got three for three. So I don't have any help, right? You that's not. correct. <sighs> hey, but, but, Elizabeth, huh? you saw Barbie. The movie? Yeah. No, I didn't. Well, you heard about Barbie, though. Yeah, yeah. And it's about female empowerment. Thank and you. you are a woman. You are our Barbie right now. This is your moment. I've Where? never been to North Carolina. Uh, neither have I. I, hear I would like beautiful. to go. I yeah. lived there for six months, and it is awesome. Where'd you live? Uh, Wilson, just uh, east of Raleigh. We had um, our nanny for the last year. She moved, and mm-hmm. she just mo- she went to Asheville. Nice. And she's okay. been texting me and telling me, like, that it's just amazing. It and that's a place I want to go on a girl's... I would like to do a girl's trip there. My whole life is about, like, how can I get to the next girl's trip? <laughs> that's life as a 42-year-old mother of three. That's good. That's good. Okay. 
All right, let's do this. And again, just to be a little more uh, in detail here, like I was with Steve, these are all celebrities from North Carolina. Oh, that is what today will be. Okay. So North Carolina Day celebrating with all celebrities. Texas. I feel like I would have gotten that one, but mm-hmm. okay. Well, here we go. Let's see how you do. This famously hairy, funny fella was born in North Wilkesboro. In his most notable role, he considered himself a one-man wolf pack and then drugged his future brother-in-law. Zach Galifianakis. Many country musicians hail from North Carolina, including this voice behind Hurricane, Forever After All, and most recently, his version of Fast Car. Oh, man. Everybody does a version of Fast Car. Uh, I'll go Zach Bryan, but I don't know if he's from North Carolina. This Raleigh native is in the top 10 most successful former American Idol contestants, despite a second place finish in season two. Oh, is it Clay Aiken, maybe? You've got eight seconds. Anything you want repeated? No, I I don't know. I think I'm wrong on that second one. I think I am wrong on that second one, but okay. All right. Change that second one to anything? I know. I can't think of anything. Let's run through the answers. I don't know who just did a version of Fast Car. I mean, if you started to list everyone who's done a version of that, it's been everyone, and I don't know the other ones. What were, what were the other songs? Uh, Hurricane and Forever After All. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. okay. All right, let's just see. Let's run through fine, these you guys. What do, you, what do you want me to do? We'll start on the third one. You both felt really confident about this. This Raleigh native is in the top 10 most successful former American Idol contestants. Despite a second-place finish in season two, he was second-place. To Ruben, Ruben stuttered that, of course, is Clay Aiken. Yeah. yeah. Nicely done. You were right about that. Did we ever have Clay Aiken on Twin Cities Live? Not during my time. No. I feel like Ruben stuttered, maybe. I can't remember. I have Pick. this thing where I think people have been on the show that haven't, and yeah. vice versa. <laughs> yeah. Our memories are very unreliable. So sad. Mm-hmm. After finishing second in American Idol, he went on to finish second in Celebrity Apprentice and also finished second in a recent political race because now he's a politician. Yeah. Who did he's he have very f- good at finishing second. Yeah. Who did he have the feud with? Remember, he had a big feud with somebody. Was, was it, it with Ellen? Omarosa? No, it was somebody else. He had a big feud and... Um, I think it might have been Ellen DeGeneres. It was like somebody's talk show that he was on. I got to look this up. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'm looking it up, too. Okay. Thanks. Rosie O'Donnell? No, no, no. All right. We'll find an answer yeah. to that. Uh, we'll go to the first one. This famously hairy, funny fellow was born in North Wilkesboro in uh, his most recent or in his most notable role. He was considered a one man wolf pack before drugging his future brother in law. Steve did not get this one. Justin did come in and help him out, though, and of course, Elizabeth nailed it. It's Zach Galifianakis. Nicely yeah. done. You didn't get that one? I did not. Get, I said Robin Williams. I was oh, caught up on funny. the Harry, and then the rest of it wasn't making uh, any connection points for me. My it bad. was Kelly Ripa who Clay Aiken had a feud Ooh, with. Your rem- friend. Well, obviously, I'm Team Ripa in this. I don't need to hear anything else. It was I'm Team Ripa. It was, um, she complained, according to Fox News and the Associated Press, that she said, I don't think he was respectful in any way. She said he was hostile towards her when he when they shared co-hosting duties uh, on a show. in. Uh, it, this was in November of 2006. She took issue with him putting his hands over her mouth during wow. an interview. She said, you don't do that, even if it's for a laugh. Wow. Yeah, face touching, frowned upon. Regis Philbin said, Ripa. I, in my wildest dreams, would I ever think that one day you would have a feud with Clay Aiken? Couldn't believe it. And then Rosie <laughs> O'Donnell piped in on it. Wow. Okay. Vintage scandal. I don't remember any of that. This is interesting. We are 2-2 heading into the final question. Many country musicians uh, hail from North Carolina, including this voice behind Hurricane, Forever After All, his two big uh, breakout crossover hits. 
but his most recent version of Fast Car is the biggest yet. He got all the way up to number two in the country. Was it Darius Rucker? No. It's Luke Combs. Oh, it's Luke Combs. Oh, and yeah. And Steve got that one right Ooh, for the win that's today. That's good. Luke Combs is unrecognizable to me. Like, I, I just, and I only have Zach Bryan on the brain because I just went to his concert like a month ago. And Justin had to help out, Steve, or yeah. uh, we oh, would be sure. going to a tiebreaker. So big win for you, Justin. Nice job. Thank you. Um, can I say something? Always. Of course. As long as it doesn't uh, contain a swear word. Oh, absolutely not. So I've won a lot of these things. Is it possible you guys can give it to somebody else? Yeah, absolutely. We'll figure this. that out. That's called paying exactly. it forward, guys. On his birthday. Yeah. On his... I, you know, I just like to call and say what's up, but somebody Dude. else can have it. You still working at the donut joint in Woodbury? I am not. I'm actually trying to do my own thing now. Okay, well, Your listen. own donuts? Maybe. Ooh. Oh, he's got some plans. He's working on some. All right, well, keep us updated when the business gets launched, okay? Absolutely. Appreciate you. All right, much love. Kelly Ripa and Clay Aiken. Wow. Now I'm like deep diving into this. Why are you going to bring my best friend into this? Wow. And then Rosie O'Donnell said that Kelly Ripa was mean. Interesting. 2006. Rosie O'Donnell, of course, known for her sweet demeanor publicly. <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend who worked on her show in Chicago. Not a great working environment. I used to hear that about Dr. Phil. I have people who worked for Dr. All right, guys. I want you to know that I had my appointment at Profile Plan with my coach, Rachel, yesterday, who is absolutely amazing. She is at the Minnetonka location. And honest to goodness, I could not have done this without her. Profile Plan, in case you are wondering, is a fantastic weight loss program. And it offers... Real health support and advice from certified coaches like Rachel, and you can either do them virtually or in person. And it's like having a cheerleader on your team helping you along the way when you, you know, you get those little roadblocks or those bumps in the road. Rachel is there to help me. If you are a little curious about profile nutritional plan, I'll tell you what. I was uh, because it's designed by doctors along with nutritionists and researchers, and it is based on actual science. I've already lost eight and a half inches in just a few weeks, uh, down 10 pounds, just a few weeks, and I never feel hungry. It's a great program. You could find out more by going to profileplan.com slash Twin Cities. Tell them Donna Valentine sent you. Hi, welcome back. It is the Donna and Steven experience. My talk on 7-1. The talk is fun. Elizabeth Reese is in today for Donna Valentine. Hi. Uh, hello. Thank you for having me. I do love showing up here. It's so fun. It's fun to just hang out and chat. Uh, well, chatting is what we, it's what we do. You make talk fun. That's what they say. That's what the billboard says. Mm-hmm. Um trying to figure out this is premiering tonight yes the golden bachelor oh i know we're going to talk about it in twin cities live nonstop. people are very excited tonight there's Um, a minnesota contestant that's my understanding yeah that there is a minnesota contestant um i i don't think that i'm gonna get into this show i wanted it to be something that i think it's not going to be i wanted it to be older what? I wanted it to be like 90-year-olds. Tennis balls on walkers. Okay. I want up. If you've seen up, I want up. I loved up. I just watched that again a few weeks ago. I watched it about a month ago it's and the so soundtrack good. is so I know. wonderful. It's too. a great movie. It really yeah. is a really 
great, great movie. I get it. But you know what? This is the thing that I like about it is that, I mean, so Gary is 70, right? Or isn't he mm-hmm. 68, 70, something yeah, like 70, that? I think. I think this is a really great redefinition of what 60, what your 60s are. You know, remember when we were kids and it was, I remember like 40th birthday parties and they would put tombstones out at the party and you're over the hill and you're, and you're like nearly dead. I was nursing a baby at 40, you know, I mean, 40 is not what it used to be and 60 and 70 isn't what it used to be. My parents are in their late 60s. They're like better than ever. People don't look as old as they used to. That they is, don't. That is an objective truth. I know. And they have free time and disposable income. And they're living their best life. And they don't have kids at home to deal with and take care of. I so might... I like this idea. And I think people, you know, Gary was widowed. And he would really love to find love. And I like seeing people in different age ranges represented in society as not being, um, you know, not like, oh, now your life is over. If you want a shot at love, I mean, frankly, if I if I was not married to the person I'm married to now, I don't want someone else's baggage, but maybe you want someone else's baggage. I think I heard him say, I think it was on Kelly and Mark, I think I saw on Instagram where he said, the age range of the people, which I believe is 60 to 75, probably, yeah, will, he thinks, you know, prohibit people from being on there or diminish the chances that they're on there for the wrong reasons i not so fast there i don't mean i i feel very cynical about this show i feel like as you mentioned you know 60 is the new whatever everybody people it's a public television show where you're dating and you know that fame could spin out of this i mean i just ain't buying that no one's not there for the wrong reason they totally are you have to just go into it understanding that people are going to be there for the reason to get famous because if there's 30 women okay i don't know how many there are maybe there's 30 32 something like that okay it's just like nfl teams going into the season there are as ben lieber always says 31 of them are going to end up disappointed this is how it goes so you're in it for the experience and to and to do your best and to get a shot. This is the same way with the Golden Bachelor. I mean, they all know that there's only going to be one at the end. You you can't go into it feeling like if I don't fall in love with this person, it's an epic failure. You have to go into it going, I'll probably learn something about myself. Here's my concern though. Oh, what gosh. about what about this? I see these hot women and hot men in their 20s. They don't get the rose and they think they're aghast. They just cannot believe it. They're beside themselves because will they ever find love? They're also drunk and tired. But I mean, they're hot and they're 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 young. They're in great shape. If they didn't find love here, will they ever find love here? Why does no one love me? Here, though, if you've got Judy and Judy's 74, maybe she really is crestfallen because she's like, I mean, that's just the fact. If the, if the hot 20-year-olds are getting worried that time is running out, Judy is collecting Social Security. And so that shapes one's perspective differently. And so this could be emotionally devastating for some of these people because there are going to be a bunch of, I would imagine, widows I know, who aren't there. But and then when it's you're like, 70, no. you have a better life view. And a better sense of who you are. When you're 20, you are still seeking other people's approval. It's just a fact of the matter. You don't have very few people 
in their 20s are super secure in who they are and their self-worth comes from within. They're looking, look at you. You were seeking auditions. You were trying to find the love of an overweight pug. Like you were, you're seeking approval from your father-in-law. I mean, you should be studied by psychiatrists. That is how it is when you're that young, when you're in your 60s and 70s. You have life behind you. You have a perspective that, you know what? Hey, whatever, whatever happens here. That's the thing. It's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put my whole life on this one experience. I've had a hundred other experiences. I would volley back though and say, if, even if you're 62 or 75, if you're going on a dating show, you are still seeking some approval. You're trying to find it because you're on a freaking dating show. I think you're just seeking love and an exciting experience. Did be honest with me. Are they making you say this because you work for ABC? Is, is that what's happening? You are just really... I signed a contract. Drink, as no, I hope didn't. Ben represents the other point of view. Frankly, my point oh, of view. Oh, he's more shallow I, about it than me, thank for you sure. very much. No. Okay, good. Yes. Good. Yeah, but in a way that he just thinks the hot people should win. <laughs> That's, a That's not a bad idea. Like, they're too hot. What? Uh, That's it. Anyway, all right, we're going to take a break here. Uh, when we come back, we got a whole other hour. Don't forget, Throwback Thursday music trivia coming up at 1130. And why is Vermont kicking influencers out? I'll explain next.